Magandang araw po sa bawat isa. Once again, we are gathered online to worship together, experience the goodness of God, His presence, and enjoy the community that He has given us through Unbound City Church. Salamat po na sinasamahan niyo po muli kami. For all the first-timers out there, marami pong salamat that you have joined us today. Please do message us. Please do contact us. Kung meron po kayong mga questions and you want to know more about this church and um, this thing that we do, hayaan niyo po na makilala rin po namin kayo. So I just want to share this with you guys. Kahapon po we had our gender reveal and uh, it's official. <laughs> our baby is a boy. So, uh, team boy, yes. So, we are really happy that uh, the Lord has blessed us with our very first child. So, I uh, just want to share that to you, no? So, uh, celebrate din po kayo with us. And, um, you know, we're family. And I love that we can share these things with each other. So, what has been happening to you habang tayo po ay nasa quarantine? What has God Um, done to your life, what has the Lord allowed to happen while we are here? Niniwala po ako that all these things that God is doing in our lives is always for the best of each one of us and for the glory of His name. So why not before I share the word today, manalangin po muna tayo. Panginoon, maraming pong salamat that right now at this moment, you're about to bless us. Hayaan mo, Panginoon, that we receive the fullness of your goodness and your words would come to life sa bawat isa po sa amin. Let our minds be clear, let our hearts be fixed, focused on you, Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon, that while we are um, about to experience this um, filling of your word, hayaan mo, Panginoon, that we also remember all the frontliners, all those who are working for the safety and the health of our community, our city, and our nation, and all over the world. Marami pong salamat sa buhay po ng mga frontliners. Thank you for the leaders of the nations and the leaders of our country, Lord. Salamat, Panginoon, na Ikaw po, Diyos, ang nagagabay po sa kanila sa mga panahon na ito. Lord, we honor you. We choose to bless your name. We choose to praise you, God, in the midst of everything. You are so good. This is our prayer, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you once again, guys, for being here, joining us. And why not right now? Let's just go for the word. I want to share this message entitled, The Essentials. Right? The Essentials. So, if you've been paying attention dito po sa quarantine na ito, one of the things that we are learning is that we need to be able to identify the essentials from the non-essentials. We need to be able to see ano ba yung mga bagay po na mahalaga talaga. When we talk about the essentials, these are things that we cannot live without. And I believe that as a Christian, meron ding mga essentials po sa life natin. And these essentials are the things that um, no matter what happens, it will always be important. It will always be necessary. In the Bible, there's this man named Paul And si Paul, he didn't used to be a follower of Jesus Christ. He started out, out as a persecutor of the church. Pero, you know, eventually, because of his encounter with Jesus, he changed his life. He changed his ways. He became someone who's, you know, very well known, of course, in the Bible and Christianity today. So, makita po natin that because of Paul's life and dedication to the Lord Jesus Christ, 
umabot siya sa punto where he himself was also being persecuted and challenged to the point of um, being put into prison. And then in prison, that's where he was able to write these things called, uh, this, this books called um, the prison epistles. Um, in Acts chapter 28, verse 30, For two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. So, yung two whole years na yun, he was in house arrest. And this is where he was able to write down these um, epistles, no? messages to the church, important guidelines and instructions. And ito po yung mga books na Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. So, through these books, we are able to understand ano ba yung mga essentials na um, dapat hindi nawawala po sa buhay po natin as we live our Christian life. In Acts chapter 18 and 19, may kita po natin doon how Paul started in Ephesus and therefore being able to lead the Ephesians to the Lord. So, we want to focus on this verse today. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 to 6. Therefore, I, the prisoner in the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you are called to one hope at your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Bigita po natin doon na while Paul was saying these things to the church in Ephesus, he was, you know, proudly saying that he is a prisoner in the Lord. Though he was in prison, though he was arrested, mas malaki pa din or mas minagnify pa rin niya yung pagiging prisoner niya in the Lord. And I believe what he's trying to say here is yung pagkaka-capture sa kanya ng Lord. That he really, you know, had surrendered everything to the Lord. That though he was arrested and put in prison, hindi yun yung bagay na lumalamon sa kanya that moment. But instead, the truth of being a prisoner in the Lord. Being a prisoner, you know, of God's truths. God's love, God's power over his life. And he was saying to them, he was explaining to the, uh, the, the people in Ephesians that though he is put in prison, there are still things that is much greater. There are still things that are much more powerful. But still, this is what is in his mind. He still has, you know, um, his focus on fulfilling what the Lord God has called him to do. He was still focused on fighting for his faith. If, if this faith wasn't anything, bakit niya ibibigay yung buhay po niya? If, if this faith was actually, you know, nothing or it's, it's fake news, hindi ibibigay ng isang tao ang kanyang buhay para sa ganitong, uh, you know, mensahe lamang. But so, what Paul did was 
He allowed himself to be really captured by the word of God, by the love of God, by who Jesus is. So he was able to identify what are the essentials, the essentials for our Christian life, the essentials that we also need to live by in this day and season. So, you know, first thing that I want you, you to understand right here is calling. Calling. Makita po natin the first thing that he said, you know, to these people. Therefore, I, the prisoner in the Lord, urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received. Worthy of the calling you have received. Nakakulong na si Paul, pero ito pa rin yung sinasabi niya. Nakakulong na si Paul, pero purpose pa din yung nasa isip niya. Nakakulong na si Paul, pero yung calling niya still, yun pa rin yung nagmamatter for him. Because I believe with Paul, it's his purpose was so much greater than his imprisonment. My prison may be real, but so is my purpose. We may be experiencing some, uh, somehow a sort of uh, imprisonment with what we are experiencing because of a lot of limitations, but it doesn't mean that our purpose is no longer in place. Purpose is still very much uh, the pursuit of our lives. Sabi po ni Paul dito, I urge you as a prisoner in the Lord. Very proud po siya na sinasabi as a prisoner in the Lord. But he urges you to walk worthy. I urge you to walk worthy of the calling you have received. Worthy of the calling you have received. When, when we receive Jesus Christ in our lives, it's not just a call, you know, to... to um, to, to salvation, but also a call to take action. It's also a call to live a meaningful life in Christ Jesus, allowing ourselves to live a life that is um, purposeful, a, a life that is full of God's plans and God's desires. Na hindi tayo nagiging alipin to the world. People, you know, can be imprisoned though they seem to be free. Wala silang limitations, you know, they have the money, they have the wealth, and they look so free. But then on the inside, there are a lot of times that we are still imprisoned. Imprisoned by what? Imprisoned by our desires, imprisoned by the pressures of the world, imprisoned by society, imprisoned by our emotions, imprisoned by our past. Marami pong mga bagay na pwedeng magbulong po sa atin sa panahon na to. But then, looking at Paul's example, hindi siya nilamon ng mga bagay po na yun, but instead, he allowed himself to be called this prisoner in the Lord. He's very proud in saying that I'm a prisoner in the Lord. Paul understood that living a Christian life, living a life following Jesus Christ, doesn't mean that we're going to be living a comfortable life. 
Some of us may have been fed with the fake news na pag naging Christian ka, everything will go, you know, well according to how you want things to be, according to how you dream things to be. You know, you will be prayed for and suddenly pag pinagpray ka, yung mga gusto mo, yung mga bagay na nais mo, bigla na sa magagana, poof! It became uh, your dreams, you know, your dreams came to pass, it became Coco Crunch. Bigla na lang mangyayari yung mga mga bagay po na naiisip o mga nagugustuhan ko natin. But that is not the case. Sometimes in the pursuit of really following Jesus, in the pursuit of living a life worthy of the calling, there's just so much challenges and struggle and there's just so much pain. And when we don't understand this purpose, we will hate the pain of the process. When we don't Um, um, understand the purpose when we neglect the purpose we will never appreciate the pain of the process there's always I believe there's always pain in the process there's always a lot of things that we have to face or we're gonna have to endure so that we will mature there are things that we will need to endure so that we can mature hindi po tayo basta basta all of a sudden because God I want to be mature and then all of a sudden boom you're matured It doesn't happen that way. Maturity comes with a process. Maturity comes with pain a lot of times. Hindi tayo matututo minsan hanggat hindi tayo nasasaktan. So okay lang po na masaktan po tayo. Okay lang po that we go through these pains in life because these are the things that actually grow us. These are the things that actually mature us in the faith. These are the moments where we can truly understand na ito pala talaga yung essential. Ito pala talaga yung mahalaga. Kung hindi pa po tayo mag, nag, nagkaroon ng quarantine or nito pong lockdown na ito, probably a lot of us are still, you know, searching for those material things, looking for those things that will satisfy them, would give things that would give them pleasure. Pleasure. When one is not pursuing purpose, they're just probably trying to pursue pleasure, which is actually a trap. This this pleasure trap, nobody ever gets satisfied there. Nobody ever gets fulfilled there. One pleasure after another, we will, you know, drive ourselves crazy. Kasi hindi po natin mahahanap talaga that ultimate thing that would pleasure us, that would satisfy us. But here, Looking at Paul's life, though he was in prison, it seemed that he was still living a life that is satisfied. He was content with where he was. He he wasn't complaining about it. But what he was saying is, hey, guys, I'm a prisoner in the Lord. I'm no ordinary prisoner. I'm a prisoner in the Lord. I'm not like these, you know, uh, criminals here or, or people who have done wrong things here, but we're not we're not judging them or anything. But you know what, guys? I am a prisoner in the Lord. And he takes pride in that. Hindi so nahiya with what is happening to him. But instead, lalo niya pa na sinabihan yung mga tao, I urge you to walk worthy of the calling you receive. This is Paul's calling. This is Paul's life. And I know for sure, when we have accepted Jesus, the calling is also there. 
God has given us gifts. God has given us talents. God has given us skills. And all these gifts, talents, and skills are not given sa buhay po natin. Not, uh, you know, just, just for us to to have a, a, a prosperous or for us to have a wealthy life. There's more to it than that. But it's not wealthy life, but a worthy life. Worthy of the calling. Worthy of the life God has designed. Worthy of the life that Jesus himself had given and sacrificed. We will not be able to live out our calling until we see how Jesus lived his calling. How Jesus lived his life. How Jesus pursued purpose while he was on earth and not pursued pleasure. Jesus was, was very intentional with how he lived his life. Jesus was very purposeful and therefore through his life we can see how the power of God can really be seen. He himself being the son of God did not waste that time that he had while he was here. And I know also for each one of us mapakahalaga na maintindihan po natin yung the pursuit of the calling walking worthy of the calling you have received. I hope na sa mga panahon na tayo po ay nandito pa rin with, with, this, with this challenge and with this um, um, common ground that we are experiencing lahat tayo nasa ganito pong klaseng uh, karanasan, huwag po nating makaligtaan yung tunay na panawagan ng Diyos para po sa ating mga buhay. Don't Pursue pleasure. Pursue purpose. Pursue purpose for your life. And when you pursue purpose in your life, even yung pong the hardest, the most difficult situations can still be, you know, something that we can be grateful for. Hindi natin agad-agad naiintindihan, pero, you know, there's, there's something about pursuing purpose that makes us more courageous. There's something about purpose that causes a person to be, you know, bolder in life. Mas matapang, mas umuusad, mas lumalaban. Calling. Calling. Number two is character. In verse two, sabi po dito, with all humility and gentleness, with patience bearing with one another in love character in this challenging times where Paul was in prison sinasabi niya pa rin dun sa mga tao in Ephesus, in Ephesus that hey guys treat one another with humility with gentleness, with patience bearing with one another in love bakit hindi na sinabi ni Paul dito guys gawin niyo lahat para ilabas niyo ako dito formulate a plan you know do something about this You know, anak tayo ng Diyos, hindi tayo mananatili sa kulungan na ito. <laughs> But really, you know what? In, in, in Paul's mind, he wasn't actually uh, a prisoner of the world. He wasn't a prisoner of that prison cell. He was a prisoner in the Lord. Something greater had captured him. 
And therefore, he's able to think outside of that prison cell. He's able to think about purpose and not think about only his his pleasure or what would uh, make him feel good at that time. What he was saying to them, hey guys, watch your character, how you're treating each other, how you are allowing yourself to foster or to express the right character is there humility is there gentleness is there patience are you bearing with one another in love same as false imprisonment also i believe the the quarantine and the lockdown that we're experiencing is also something that is very temporary but it's it's a temporary thing but while we are here do we have humility and gentleness do we have patience are we bearing with one another in love it's difficult i believe it's it's not an easy task to watch our character and identify clearly if, if we are really living out these things you know may mga tao minsan na parang uh ko alam kung naririnig niyo na nasasabi to ng mga tao minsan that minsan mas mabait pa tayo dun sa nasa labas ng bahay kaysa sa nasa loob. Mas mabait pa tayo minsan kaysa dun sa mga kasama natin, ng mga kaibigan natin sa labas, kaysa sa mga kasama natin sa bahay or, or uh, the people we call family. And is that the kind of challenge that we experience today? Is this something na totoo po to, to some of us or maybe to all of us? Sometimes it's, it's much more difficult to show humility, gentleness, you know, patience, bearing with one another in love. Sometimes we are caught in this, you know, um, difficult challenge when we are the pe- with, with the people that we're most familiar with. Your over-familiarity, your over-familiarity with, with the people that we're living with sometimes causes us to no longer have humility, to no longer be gentle, to no longer be patient, and bearing one another with love. And it's sad when that happens. But you see, as a Christian, our Christian life calls for us living this way. Why? If we are Christians, we are following Christ. And this is Christ's life. Humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love. He showed mercy instead of judgment. He showed love. He showed gentleness. He showed humility, the greatest humility of all. God Himself coming down from heaven to earth. He is patient with us. He's been patient even with His disciples. That's the kind of life that Jesus lived. And also the kind of life that the world actually expects from us. And and God Himself wants this um, character to be built up we will live a life of humility that when we make mistakes we we admit those mistakes sometimes you experience that you know i even experienced that a few days ago you know sa, sa bahay po namin, we are we have started to put our business online and in a day, minsan na dami pong order. And, and um, my mom prepares the orders. So there was this order one time, early in the morning, if you pick up your order, 
and I could not, uh, and I was not able to tell her. I, I list down the orders, pero hindi ko na sabi sa kanya that ito yung orders na mapipick up on, you know, this early in the morning. So, you know, nagulat sila na sa umaga mayroon nang nagpipick up ng order at that uh, early time. And then, you know, I, I, I saw in her that she was she was frustrated, nakakainis naman talaga, no? parang biglang minadali itong mga orders na to. But um, it was served well, okay? Don't worry about that. Please don't post a bad review about us. But but then, I saw her frustration. I saw that she was she was not happy about it, that that happened. Because totoo naman, there could have been a better way. I could have told her early on na ito yung order maaga. But, you know, I, I, I wasn't able to do it. I... I could think in my mind na napakadami ko nang iniisip, ang dami ko nang, you know, mga, ang dami tumatakpa sa isip ko, ang dami kong kailangan trabuhin, everything, business, church, and, you know, I'm gonna be a daddy soon, and all that, and everything. You know, I can think about these things, a lot of things, and use those things as an excuse. I can use my current experience as an excuse, you know, for not performing properly or not being effective, but actually, it's not an excuse. I made a mistake and I must ask for forgiveness. And and you know what? Minsan, ang challenge sa isip natin, di okay lang yan, mahal naman ako nito. Mahal naman ako nito, mga kasama ko. So, you know what happened? I, 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 I waited till evening before I can ask my mom for forgiveness. I, I told her, I, I'm sorry. Does that happen to us too sometimes? You wait so long before you can say sorry. We wait so long, you know, before we already know we made a mistake. And that's a challenge for us sometimes. Alam mo nang nagkamali ka. Right then and there, don't try to justify the mistake. Don't try to justify your flaw. Don't try to justify that thing that you did. If you know it happened, if you know you made a mistake, as much as possible, by the grace of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Ask for forgiveness. Ask for forgiveness. Kung nagkamali po tayo, ask for forgiveness. Don't be afraid of judgment. Don't be afraid of those things. Because otherwise, kung hindi natin release yung, yung acceptance na yan with our flaws, acceptance na sa pagkakamali po na nagawa po natin, we will be imprisoned by that mistake. We will be imprisoned by that flaw. We will be intimidated and we will feel like we're going to be judged. We're in. Wala namang nagjudge sa atin. And yun na agad. Yun nasa isip mo natin. Once we understand we made mistakes, be humble enough, be mature enough to admit those mistakes and ask for forgiveness. Be gentle to yourself and be kind to the people that you're with. Gentleness is so important. Just because we're, you know, we're, we're family doesn't mean that we're going to go to one And sometimes that happens. You, uh, for example, for the young people out there na nakatira sa mga magulang nila pag inuutosan, kakatapos lang ng panibagong, uh, kakatapos lang ng inuutos sa'yo tapos meron namang panibago na ito sa'yo. Ako na naman, ma! Lagi na lang ako! 
And, and, and sometimes that's, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes really frustrating. Alam mo yung parang after mo gawin yung isang, yung isang errand, yung isang pinagawa sa'yo, nilulok forward mo na yung pahinga mo. Nilulok forward mo na yung makapag-mobile legends ka. Nilulok forward mo na yung makakahiga ka na sa sofa. <laughs> Tapos pahiga ka pa lang, pero may sasabihin na agad. You know, minsan, you know, when I was younger, grabe, ang tantindi rin ang tama po sa akin nung ganun. But, you know, we gotta be gentle. We gotta be patient. We gotta, we gotta learn how to properly talk with each other with gentleness, with grace, bearing with one another in love. Knowing that love is the highest standard that we must uphold. Are we doing what we're doing in love? Are we honoring one another, not just in the home, but also in the church? While we are in the church right now, how are you honoring and loving and bearing with one another in love right now in this season while we are not, you know, um, gathering physically? Di matayo magkakasama, di tayo nagkikita, but how are we showing this humility and gentleness and patience bearing with one another in love? Sa isa't isa, you know, for, for, for pastors and, and leaders, this is something that's is really vital. How do you show bearing with one another in love right now? <laughs> Being patient right now with the people that you're leading to God, with the people that you are discipling, with the people that you are helping to mature in the faith. How do we practice this? Or at the same time, how do we show this? How do we express this? to our co-workers, co-laborers in Christ, or even to our pastors, to our senior leaders. It's also important as a church, as a, as a unit, as a family, that we're able to live this out with one another, checking our character if there's lack of humility, if there's lack of gentleness, if there's lack of patience, if there's lack of love, then something needs to change. Something has to change. Paul was uh, saying these things to the people in Ephesus because maybe he had observed something before he was put in prison. Or maybe he discerned something while he was there. Maybe while he was praying, God has spoken to him something. Or maybe somebody had reported to him something. And and, and sometimes it's just like that, right? Lalo na ngayon na nasa quarantine tayo, we're not with each other physically, but we we get news, we hear news, we hear updates from one another. And it's so easy that when we, we, we get updates, then we just judge, you know? When we hear from something, when we hear from someone about somebody else, and and, and, and minsan, you know, um, what happens is chismis na. Instead of um, loving one another, instead of really caring for each other, check let's let's check our character today how is that character building up how is the character of christ being upheld you know sa life po natin. how are we being transformed every day into the image and likeness of christ character and number three it's community for us to be able to live a life of calling worthy of the calling that God has given us, then we must attend to our character. 
we must attend to how our character um, expresses Christ or does it express still our uh, you know normal natural human behavior at hindi siya na override or hindi siya na overcome ng image ni Christ that is now living in us it's, you know we are a new creation in Christ and we, we need to always remember that so we have our calling we have our character and for the character to be built up for us to be able to really become more Christ like we need community we need community that's number three community number three making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace you know who is the one that keeps us together in this time and season it's not our physical you know uh, distance it's it's now it's not our just ordinary um, communicating with one another it's it's by the spirit by the spirit right now we need to be able to build up our community by the spirit making every effort to keep the unity of the spirit how can we keep people who do not meet together united in this time Isang Zoom, ano, one, one Zoom call cannot fix everything. One Zoom call cannot all of a sudden make everything united. Without the Spirit of God working in each one of us, you know, and, and um, allowing us to um, love one another, care for one another, um, really have that awareness of um, community, even though we are at a distance it's only done by the spirit but how does that happen through the bond of peace through the bond of peace unity of the spirit through the bond of peace when we are all seeking to be at peace with each other to be at peace with our community to be at peace with our brothers and sisters in the faith. Bakit po? Kasi ngayong panahon ng quarantine, napakadali that if you are offended with somebody in the church, it's so easy to neglect that. Because you don't see each other face to face. If you have issues with one another, you don't have to talk about it anymore. You know, just, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to call me, I don't have to call you, let's just sever the relationship, let's just end it right now. And, and that, I believe, is not the thing that um, God wants us to experience right now in this season. Kasi po yung quarantine, matatapos po ito, eh, kasabay din ba ng pagkatapos ng quarantine, eh, pagkatapos din ng pagsasamahan o pagkakaibigan ng bawat isa. It's vital for us to understand that um, relationships, our relationships with each other, still matters at this time. We need to be able to value these essential relationships. These relationships that, um, you know, that we have in the church, relationships we have with our brothers and sisters in the faith, our family in Christ. We must be able to keep that family in peace. Lalo na po sa mga panahon po na ito. Those who choose to be at peace, those who choose to be still in this time, 
the Spirit is able to do a work with each one of us. The Holy Spirit is able to do a work in our lives, is able to connect us when we choose to be at peace, when we choose to be still. Nawa sa mga panahon po na ito, what we choose is peace. A deeper understanding of peace, peace that transcends all understanding is a peace that comes from God. Have you ever had that experience that when you're talking to someone, you know, even people in the church, parang wala kang peace. Sometimes we can all only, you know, we can be assuming but then there are really times where there's real trouble with it. There's real, you know, something is unsettled. And therefore, if that is unsettled, well, is it not that important to settle those things? Is it not that important to make sure that your heart is settled, that your heart is right, that your spirit is aligned, that you are still connected? with one another in Christ. After po ng quarantine, magkikita kita rin naman po tayo sa church. <laughs> Do we want to be awkward? Do we want to be uh, not that strongly connected as we used to be? But you know what? Whatever relationships that you keep is up to you. But I pray that we keep the ones that God has brought into our lives. We keep the ones that uh, God has put together. This is where we really need to look at the state of our relationships with the people around us. Yes, we all have our own problems. We, will, we all have our different challenges that we are facing currently. But I pray that these challenges and struggles doesn't cause us to, you know, sever relationships. Just so, just because hindi na tayo makapag-isip masyado na parang, ayoko na masyadong stress yung sarili ko dyan, stress na nga ako sa maraming mga bagay. But then, again, the question is, is this relationship not important? Is this community not important? Is this um, family not important? Is this person not that important to me? So, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. The unity of the Spirit leaves the room when people only pursue their emotions, when people only pursue what they feel, what they, you know, when they, they want to feel good, they want to feel nice, or sometimes parang they would rather choose to feel empty than to feel that urging of the spirit telling us that hey, there's something wrong and something has to be fixed. Minsan mas gusto pa natin yung feeling ng dysfunctional, no? Because you know, sometimes we're we're used to that dysfunctional feeling, we're used to that dysfunctional na responses natin sa life. But then when it comes to the Spirit leading us to do something that's right, 
when the Spirit is leading us to do something that is beyond our usual or our normal responses to life and relationships, we we don't um, initially go for that. We go for what's comfortable, even if it's dysfunctional. We go for what's comfortable because we're used to it. But when we go by the Spirit, we see uh, a growth and maturity and a deepening of relationship that's like that's like we've never seen before. Because right now, pagka yung yung spirito na ng Dios yung nag-unite po sa atin, it's, it's something stronger. Why? Because the bond is an unseen bond. It's it's not a tangible bond. It's beyond the physical eyes. Yun yung grabbing relationship. It's, it's beyond the physical, it's beyond the natural, it's beyond just, you know, yung hindi mababaw, the relationship. And, and this is so important in what we are experiencing. If our relationships are not that deep and not that strong, you know, I, I don't think we'll be able to um, really live a life in the character of Christ. Because only those relationships that we value are the relationships that can cause us to change for the better or for the best. When we don't value relationships that much, then we don't care how they respond to how we treat them. But when we are allowing ourselves to be truly changed, and you know, as we are engaged in the community, we are truly changed by God. When we detach ourselves, we, we become out of touch with how God also wants to change us. I, I, I hope that you're getting what we're talking about right here. We have our calling, we have our character, and the character is tested in the community, molded in the community, um, developed in the community. But this is also what is really important. It's not just having a a good character and, and belonging to a community as well but it's making sure that your core is right number four is your core and this is the most essential part the core verse four there is one body and one spirit just as you are called to one hope at your calling one lord one faith one baptism one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Pretty much summarizes these things that we're talking about with, with calling, character, and, and uh, uh, community. It connects everything together. There is one body and one spirit. Paul talks about this a lot of times, you know, where we are um, one body with many parts, one spirit, one vision. Post really into that, you know, connectedness in Christ, connectedness as one body performing and functioning while we are supporting each other. Walang naiiwan, walang nababaliwala, you know, walang nakakalimutan. One body, one spirit, just as you were called to one hope at your calling. One would function in the body when we understand fully the calling that we have in Christ. 
When we know that we are called to move, then we will move. And then when we move, then we are we are functioning as a part of the body. And what moves us with that one body is the Spirit of God. So we are called to one hope at your calling, one hope at your calling. You know what? Looking at this, the hope of our calling, the hope of our calling in the Spirit of God, if we're not filled by the Spirit of God, and we're living parin dito po sa quarantine na ito, where nobody can see us except for our families most of the time, ang dali eh, to not live by the Spirit. Ang dali po na hindi tayo maglive by walking a life or living a life worthy of the calling. Because nobody checks. Nobody would, if we will really keep it, you know, nobody would know for a while. But eventually it will be found out. It will, the results of it, the fruits of it would come out. So, if we want to pursue the calling that God has for us, must be able to live by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, teaching us how to pray, teaching us how to worship, building up on those um, spiritual disciplines that we have, doing our daily devotional, daily reading of the Word, wherein the goal is not just to journal or to write down some stuff, but really the goal of those things when we do devotion and do journaling and, you know, worship and prayer, the goal is really to spend time with God. Spend time with God. Building up our spirits, our core, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. In verse 5, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One Lord, Jesus Christ. One faith. Faith in what He did on the cross. Sola fide. One baptism. When we talk about baptism, we're talking about being immersed. Being immersed. Fully immersed. One baptism. One immersion. Though our Christian life may look different, you know, yung from generation after generation, iba-iba yung how we lived our, or how we're living our Christian life, but I believe the immersion is the same. Being called into this calling, being called into a life purpose, being called into a life where there's really pain and suffering and enduring all these challenges. Is that what really... Those are the things that make us truly followers of Christ because we don't only follow Christ when it's easy. We don't only follow Christ when things look well and nice and when things are going our way. One baptism, there's always going to be that challenge. The following of Jesus Christ, the following of, you know, into in this Christian life, this one baptism, this immersion this life that is fully immersed in Christ is our core 
It is not the pursuit of a pleasurable life. It is not a pursuit of a wealthy life. It's not a pursuit of fame and influence, but a life of meaning and purpose, a life that is filled with the power of God, which is shown in the weakness of our humanity. When we're able to see that, when we're able to accept that, when we're able to humbly come before God, and that's when, that's when we are truly immersed. Paglapit natin sa Panginoon, understanding the Lord, ang hirap ng buhay. Yes, that's right. Lord, ang challenging ng mga experience namin. Yep, that's what life is. Christianity doesn't make it easy. Christianity makes it worthwhile. Christianity makes everything you know, um, fruitful. In the end, you know that there's fruits. In, in the end, you know that there's rewards. But the rewards that we seek are not just things from this world. And the, the, this one baptism, you know, being immersed, satin, you know, baptism is really being immersed in the water and then coming out of it as a new creation, coming out of it as a new man, coming out of it, understanding that now you will choose to follow Jesus. It's not just instantly, pag, you know, pagbaptize, paglubog, you know, it symbolizes the death of our old self, death of Jesus Christ, you know, yung, yung, yung on, on the cross. And then dying for three days and then coming back to life, resurrection, resurrected in new life. And that's what we are called to live, this new life. But this new life that pursues purpose, trusting in the power of God, trusting that it is by the Spirit, trusting that if, if, if Jesus himself, you know, was, was able to do it, he taught us how, he showed us how. Jesus, I mean, he was able to pursue this life of, you know, full, full force purpose. It's because he wasn't double-minded about it. He wasn't double-minded in the sense na, ano, ipapersu ko ba yung pagiging malupit na karpentero? Ipapersu ko ba yung pagiging malupit na, you know, um, uh, well-known, world-renowned? the carpenter hindi, hindi hindi yun yung naging pursuit niya eh. hindi siya nahati will I pursue lot of money parang magaling ako magsalita mag motivational speaker you know si Jesus he he did not he did not pursue um other things as important he did not perceive other things as important he was focused on his purpose he knew who he was and where he was going one Lord, one faith. That's why the book of Hebrews tells us we focus on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. One baptism. Verse 6, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in all. Everything from God the Father, everything, the creator of heaven and earth, all of these things that we have, it all belongs to God. What we have now are the things God Himself allowed us to have. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. He's working all things, working all things for the good of those He's called into His purpose. Romans 8. For all that God has blessed, saved, you know, 
mayroong purpose na kaagap at may purpose na kasama. And I love it that on this last part in verse 6, showing us that we have one God and Father of all. Ibinabalik tayo doon po sa katotohanan that hey, you're children of God. You're God's sons and daughters. Reminding us that He is a Father. Father who loves us. Father who provides for us. The one who is with us from beginning to the end. When Jesus came into the world, He gave Himself. And for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. The love of the Father spoken through the life of Jesus. Jesus' main purpose was to bring people, bring humanity back to the Father. It's the Father, the one who accepts us, the one who loves us, That when we turn back to Him, when we come back to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. Our Father. Our Father who treats us with mercy. Our Father who gives us His grace. You are loved. You are God's beloved. Niniwala po ko whether you are watching for the first time or you've been here, you've been joining us every week. The truth remains the same. You are God's child. When you accept Jesus Christ, when when you live your life surrendered to Him, you regain the authority of being God's child, of being God's sons and daughters. Napakahalaga. Pinakamahalaga sa lahat. That when we belong to a church, we're, we're not just belonging to a congregation or to a community. We belong to a family. God as our Father. All these reminders of Paul, para sa bawat isa po sa atin, it teaches us how to really live a life of a Christian. Checking our character and uh, pursuing our calling, connected with our community, being at peace with each other. At the same time, you know, most important of all, knowing your core. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. These are the things that he was speaking to them. Though while he was in prison, he knew that these things were important. These things were essential. He knew that these things are the things that you must not neglect. The Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. How the Spirit is working in each one of us. How the Spirit, you know, Um, knows no bounds, knows no end. Spirit is unbound. The Spirit of God from wherever we are to whoever we want to connect to, the Spirit is not limited by that. Whether we're watching online, whether we are in Zoom meetings, it's it's also 
possible that by the Spirit we become connected. By the Spirit, you know, we, we, we become, uh, you know, at peace with each other. The power of the Holy Spirit, the work of Jesus Christ, what Jesus did on the cross, the the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, this one Lord, one faith, and one baptism that we focus on. The immersion of Jesus to humanity, showing us the love of God. Our focus, our focus is Jesus. And the, the love of the Father fuels us. The love of the Father is our motivation. The love of the Father being, you know, that which we desire every day. Be satisfied in that love. For when you are satisfied with the love of God, you won't need any other love to do it for you. Because in the end, eventually, yung ibang love naman talaga will fail in comparison to the love of God. The love of God, may the love of God, the love of the Father, be our desire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray right now. Panginoong Jesus, in this challenging times that we're living, we know that you are our hope. One Lord, our faith in you, Lord Jesus Christ, is sure. In the things that you allow us to immerse in, we know that we're not alone. You have the love of the Father, empowered by the Spirit of God. Marami pong salamat that in this season, you are drawing us closer to you. Teach us, God, what the essentials are and how we may be able to live by them. Turuan niyo po kami na pahalagahan ang mga bagay po na ito. Turuan niyo po kami, Panginoon, that daily we would spend time with you. We would enjoy our moments with you, God. We would not neglect spending moments with our Father. We thank you, God, for you are good. Thank you, God, for you are worthy. We thank you, God, that there is no one like you. Salamat, Panginoon, for this epistles that Paul had written. Salamat, O oh God, that though when he was in prison, he still pursued purpose. He still pursued you, God. Nothing is greater. Nothing is much more worthy. May we also, like Paul, God, live our lives pursuing you, loving you, surrendering ourselves, devoting ourselves to you, Jesus Christ. Marami pong salamat, Panginoon, that it is you who brings unity to our community. You allow us to be of peace with each other, peace beyond human understanding. Thank you for your love and your faithfulness. You restore the broken. You restore those hearts that are divided. And it is you, God, who brings everything back together for your glory and for your honor. We are living for you, God. Our desire is that we will be pleasers of God, pursuers of His love. We thank you, God, and we honor you. 
And God, I pray right now for those watching online for the first time. God, may they have a heart that seeks you. May they come to you right now, Lord Jesus Christ, understanding their flaws, their mistakes, and the things that they have done that may have caused you know, um, their, their hearts to be farther away from you. But Jesus, you are calling us back to you. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for your sacrifice on the cross. We accept it. We honor it. And Lord, we know that we are saved by grace through faith. Thank you, Jesus. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what a time we spent together right there. <laughs> but you know what? This is not yet over. Um, after this session right now, um, we have our Sunday Zoom in. Sunday Zoom in. We want you to connect with us after this session. If um, if you still got time, we want to get to know you. We want to connect with you. Our whole church community is going to be spending time together. So please prepare your, your Zoom. We're going to send you the link. If you are interested to join us, please do message us. Message us or message your friend who invited you or, you know, from the cell group leaders, from our pastors and leaders. Let them connect with you, message them, ask for them the, um, the, the essentials for this Zoom in. So uh, please do join us right now for our Sunday Zoom in. God bless you guys. Please keep the connection.